And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, this is the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. It's New Year's Eve, and tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She did something beautiful and difficult and miraculous this year. For nine months, she refrained from drinking Diet Coke. It's Jenna Cam Jones! He's so organized, he's already working on his New Year's resolution for 2017. It's Alan Moss! And he celebrated New Year's three months ago, so happy 5,776, you Farsholton Goyim. It's Greg Heller. Chef Jeff is here to make you a nice, tall cup of kindness with a dash of bitters and a sweet, passive-aggressive garnish. I'm her husband, Daniel, and here's a hand, my trusty friends, and gee's a hand o thine. Come on, don't be shy. Gee your hand. Gee it here. And hop on board the love bus and say hello to your New Year's best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little cinnamon sticks. It's me, Allison. Welcome to the last Allison Rosen is your new best friend Thursday show of 2015. <laughs> we are all here, and I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Greg Heller. Hi, Allison. Hello, Jenna. Hey. Hi, Al. Hello. Hello, Daniel. Hi. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Allison. Did you have a good flight from New York? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Definitely get into that. But first of all, who knew that what Daniel said at the end of his intro were the lyrics to Old Lang Syne? Not me. Not no. me. Ah, I no idea what that was. Yeah. I'm like, what is happening? I know. Yeah. What's Gee's uh, a hand? Gee, yeah. What so is the, it? Ly- the lyrics are um, Here's a hand, my trusty friend, and Gee's a hand, oh, thine. We'll take a cup of kindness yet. The funny thing is that despite the fact that we had this conversation like six times before the show and I gave you this blank look, I can still tell you're looking around the room hoping that someone's going to know what you're talking about. (laughs) The only lyrics I know are, should old acquaintance be forgot something, something. You know what? This is why. Hmm? What? And never brought to life. Never brought to mind. But never brought to mind. Yes. Never brought to mind. But I think I only know that from when Harry met Sally. It's because the words are like old Scottish words and people don't know Mm -hmm. what the hell they mean. But how do you know? Did you sing it in boys' choir? Probably. I don't know. I know lots of weird things. When you were saying Giza, whatever. (laughs) Giza hand. Giza hand. I was looking at Al and Jen and I was like, everybody knows what this is but me. Uh, No. (laughs) And it turns out nobody knows. It was a risky joke. Yeah. Well, earlier tonight, I was like, I don't get it. I mean, I can't place it, but that doesn't mean other people also won't be able to place it. I would have rewritten it, it, but I would, didn't have time. You guys, but, not every joke is for every person. Thank you. That's exactly. right. Someone else. Someone, yeah. Someone Some knows. old Scottish person. Someone. That shall be printed on Greg's headstone, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not every joke is for everybody. Some old Scottish guy's falling out of his chair right now. Right. He, and that makes is, it all worthwhile. This is for him. <laughs> also, I noticed a little bit of a different... Different intonation, different feel in the intro. Yeah, you know, listen, it try, maybe I'm changing it up for the new year. I don't know right. what I'm doing. This have, is this is hard putting these. Have you been together. on vacation the last few days? <laughs> yeah, maybe. See, I think that's what it is. It's like vacation, Daniel. I'm trying right. to change you know. up the intonation. Maybe a new word here and there. It's fun. We're all having fun with it. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> we really are. So, 
So, lots of stuff to get to. I want to talk about what our New Year's resolutions are, if you guys have them. Um, I thought it would be fun to do an actual countdown to New Year's Eve on the show so that if anyone wants to sync it up, uh, we can. We have noisemakers. We're going to do yeah. a full-on countdown. So I'm just letting R- you know. Ring it in with us. Yeah. Think, think about whether you want to play this at your New Year's party when we do the countdown. You probably should. Afterwards, everyone will probably exchange looks like, well, what, what's just me or everyone? What is going on right now? But I'm just saying it's something you could do. Um, also, I, I have I want some things I want to say just about, uh, you know, the year. It is, as we record this, it is exactly one year since I was let go from the Corolla what? show. What? One year since the email. Since the email. Wow. Yes. Um, it feels like longer than that, actually. But so anyway, I'll get, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that and um just how meaningful this year has been and thank you to everyone the new year's eve massacre as we like to call it (laughs) (laughs) but first but first uh, i want to catch up with everyone on how your uh christmas was and your week was and i want to fill you guys in on daniel and my crazy new york odyssey so i had two conversations about vacations over the last year that really stuck out in my head um, because both people I talked to said almost the exact same thing when I said, how was your vacation? They said, it was fantastic. I loved every minute of it. And I thought, that's how I want to be. I want to be that person that has that kind of trip. And I, because one of the, one of the people I talked to was like, so our landlord is, she was 83 when we moved in. So she's, up there yeah she's and older than that now whenever anything, she's the amount of time you've lived here plus 83 years exactly. old exactly yeah. well <laughs> let me think about that for a second well let's see judging by your decor oh she's God. 83 and a half <laughs> but in reality 86 probably <laughs> and when something breaks in the apartment she calls this guy that has been fixing stuff in the apartment and he's Since, older than her. Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, he's yikes. very sh- he's very shaky. It's oh, but no. but he is one of the people who went on a vacation that his grandkids had planned, and it was fantastic, and he loved every minute of it. So I'm like, maybe old people just like their vacations. Except then I talked to a young person, um, and this person also said fantastic, loved every minute of. It. I swear it was like the exact same line, and I just thought, I gotta, I, I I'm not that way. I want to be that way. But then this last trip, I was like, well, this is why I can't be this way. And I'll get into that in a second. But were you about to say something, Jenna? No, I was just going to say maybe they're in cahoots and it's just some big fake. Everyone's just lying. Well, it did occur to me that maybe this is just like the real life version of what people do on Instagram. Like maybe they're just choosing to curate their vacation memories. Sure. Like they're just remembering the part where they loved every minute of it and they're forgetting the part where they threw up three times in the air on the way to New York, if you're me. Mm-hmm. But it started before that. Um, okay, so we, because we were bringing Wendy, we decided to take a really early, early morning flight, um, which meant we did not get very much sleep. So that already is not delightful. And then we get to the airport and we wait. Is that because the dog wakes up early? What does flying early have to do with taking a dog? We want sleepy in the morning. Yeah, we figured that she would do better on the plane if she was sleepy. Okay. If she gets a full night's sleep and you take an afternoon, (laughs) 
she's like well that's what we, we thought, thought except that on our way back we took an afternoon flight and she was an she angel as well so now we're never going to do this to ourselves again no. we might also <laughs> never fly again though which i'll get into okay so anyway we get to the airport <laughs> and uh the way the way they have you do it when you have a dog with you is that you carry the dog through the metal detector and then you put the carrier through the x-ray machine so you carry the dog through and then you know there's no nothing detects anything do they make the dog take its shoes off <laughs> they do they do unless it is a pre-check um and then they swab your hands with this thing and then they put the thing that they swabbed your the piece of paper through a machine and then it detects chemicals has anyone done this before? yes i've had All that the time. yes okay so when we came back from seattle the machine detected something on my hands and that was the first time that it ever happened to me and then this time uh, it detected something on my hands. So they pulled me aside and they patted me down and then they sent my lug. They like looked all through my luggage and then they sent it through the x-ray machine again and then they let me go. And that was that. And I don't know what it is that's doing this. I wonder, is it the fertility stuff? Except that I didn't have that with me um, in the back of my head. Well, no, at a certain point I Googled Things that set it off and glycerin. <laughs> Searching for that is what gets you sick. <laughs> I was just <laughs> well, that also that's the thing. I didn't tweet about my TSA <laughs> problems at all because I, I for some reason that made me nervous. I'm like I don't know. You what want kind to of get list. on a list, yeah? Right. right. Although I feel like we're probably already on a list yeah, at clearly. this point. So anyway, glycerin. Old bomb hands, Rosen. <laughs> Back in the airport again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't get the plastique off those fingers. So glycerin is something that can set it off, and that's a chemical in a ton of lotions and things like that, so I don't know. So anyway, get on the plane, and we get on the plane, and I say to Daniel, I really don't feel well. Oh. And I said, walk it off. Yeah, and so then he just like looked back the other way. It was all that glycerin you drank before you <laughs> got to the airport. <laughs> yeah. It was... Uh, and then um, we took off, and I continued to feel very not good. And in fact, I even asked the flight attendant, I, and I've been flying my whole life. This has never happened to me. I said to her, I'm, do you have any recommendations for air sickness? I'm really not feeling well. Thinking maybe they have some trick. And she's like, mm, Dramamine before you get on the flight. Okay. <laughs> well, that's cool good, not going to help. Yeah. Thanks. Um, and then she's like, do you want me to bring you... Um, a bag because they have the little barf bag in front of you, but those things are very tiny. So she brought me this big old like plastic tote bag. And I said, thank you. And then a kid, a couple seats away threw up no, every, a kid right across the aisle. Yes. That's like, what I mean. Across the aisle. Like he was in the window two, three feet away. What threw up? Why was everybody throwing up on? This? I don't know. Oh it was my crazy. Gosh. And, Wait, and it he wasn't did that everyone. Thing. It was just the toddler he, and me. His mom was holding him and he just opened his mouth. It was that thing. <laughs> you know, like when we throw up, we double over and it's like, oh, oh, oh my God. Oh. When kids throw up, they just open their mouth. They go. <laughs> And it just like <laughs> yep. it went everywhere. Yeah. Did Leslie Nielsen pull an it's egg so out of your horrible. mouth at some point yes. on the flight? So yeah. I handed. Did you speak jive to a stewardess on this flight? <laughs> yeah. I handed them my barf bag. Um, and then magnanimous, way too nice. I know. <laughs> well, they looked like they didn't know what to do because it was just was going everywhere. everywhere. Oh, and oh I was already feeling sick, and it smelled so bad that I said, "I'm like, Daniel, you got to trade seats with me." Barf doesn't smell good. So no, we traded horrible. seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, before this, 
everyone around me, I mean, it felt like everyone around me was talking about food, which I realize we do a lot on this podcast, but I was so <laughs> nauseated that just hearing anyone mention food, I like, and I you couldn't dodge all the conversations about food. It was making me so and sick. you didn't see this, but I was looking at the movie the person in front of me was watching. I was watching, it was like Hot Tub Time Machine 2 or something, and the movie's full of people puking. Constantly. <laughs> it was weird. It was, it was just omen. like the puke trip. Yeah. Was, this, was the flight turbulent? No, No. that's the thing is that in retrospect, I don't think I was air sick, motion sick. I think I was just sick. Sounds Mm. like it was just sick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then I tweeted, does anyone have any recommendations for, um, for barfing ladylike on the plane (laughs) for for air sickness? Cause I'm on the verge of barf and everyone's talking about food and Kelly Oxford tweeted, um, just go to the bathroom and throw up sad emoticon, sad face emoticon. So I'm like, yeah, maybe that is what I need to do. So I got up, went to the bathroom. Something about being upright made m- me made me realize, like, uh-oh, I really need to... Like, before I was like, I feel like I'm on the verge, but now it's like, oh, no, this is definitely happening. Something about standing up is making it worse. And there was someone in the bathroom. And then I'm standing there, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm not going to make it. So I rush back to the seat, and I grab the little barf bag oh. and just puke in the bag. Now, the father oh, of the kid man. had given me a new big bag to replace the old big bag which so is good because that is she way- was about to reach the limit of the little bag and i was able to get the big bag over and he had what? to hold the little bag so i had oh, a, a bag of yeah. puke in my one hand i don't i think i had wendy in my other hand yeah so and you guys were in a row of three so there was a person yeah. next to you no. no we had we had an empty middle seat oh you did thankfully oh, oh my a gosh. seat full of barf in between yes. <laughs> So anyway, the little bag is like that's maybe like half a barf's worth. It's like for infants or something. So yes. that yeah. so you no that's how much barf is in a barf? That, more than barf. Because <laughs> that more, barf more bag is this bag. big. No, no, they no they've downsized. They're oh, smaller. They a barf bag yeah. is like a small popcorn. Yeah, oh. it's like this. Big. It's like a child's coat. So you immediately filled that one with barf, and barf was spilling over was the edge. Like she filled that with barf like in a yeah. matter of half a second. It was like <laughs> it was like oh my god, <laughs> like the first and it was a whole bag full, and then. I like was able to get the large hefty so bag then under I'm there. I'm holding the bag and I'm like <sighs> realizing that my hair is in it too. Oh no! Oh. Here's the thing: <laughs> I ha- I'm not a big fan of throwing up. First of all, <laughs> my many of my throwing up memories <laughs> are from when I was drunk, and I feel like a drunk throw up, Jenna Al. You guys don't know this, but Mm-mm. a drunk throw up is refreshing it makes you feel better it's i don't know if it's because you're drunk but for some reason it's just not nearly as bad as when you throw up from being sick so it was just that thing of it was very violent and i couldn't you know it's like my whole body was turning inside out and i couldn't stop myself from just kind of repeatedly going like like that Mm -hmm. and also it's a weird thing to do in front of a whole bunch of people. Yes. It's not that different yes. than pulling yeah. down your pants and just taking a shit right yeah. there. <laughs> like, I felt very like, I can't believe I'm doing this in front of everyone. And by the way, there was this woman behind me who, on because this happened three times. So the third time, she's like, it smells really, it, what did she say? It smells real bad. That's what she sounded. It smells real bad. And I kind of wanted to be like, I know, but 
I don't know what to it's do. It's in my hair. Yeah. You don't think I know? I know. Get out. Right. Yeah. So I then, drank potpourri earlier. Sorry. <laughs> I tried. But so, what did you do with the bag? Oh, gave well, it to the, the, the flight attendant. The delighted flight attendants kept coming by to collect our giant, I, no, but giant they, barf bags. They, they only collected it when I called them, and even then, they, they would come over and they're like, "Oh, let me get some gloves. Let me get my gloves." They were not. They weren't nearly as accommodating as I would have hoped. I don't know what I would have hoped, but I would have hoped for something more. What would be more accommodating? <laughs> I mean, they they cleaned up your puke bags. Like, well, you think they'd swing by a little bit more? Yes. You know? Ooh. Okay. But if I had, if I didn't make them come by to get it, they would have just let us fly with it. Sitting I, there may, they might time. not have been aware. You oh, c- and by the way, I'll have everyone know. I had a few sips of ginger ale, which is a carb. That's how sick I was. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I went off of my no carb thing because I'm and like, then you and then your body's like. Carbs, get out! (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't have made it to the bathroom in the gap between any of the barfs? Well, I tried the second time. And uh, once again, I was was standing... Oh, I forgot about this. Okay, so I'm standing in the little line like for the bathroom. And why didn't you just say, I have to barf, I'm going into the bathroom now? There was someone in there. Okay, so you yeah, were not was, you were you were the line. I was on deck. Okay. Yeah. And I was standing there holding the barf bag. And someone actually said to me, "Do you want me to get you some water or something?" I wondered if they thought I was drunk, and I said, "No, I'm okay." But anyway, the barf began into the bag as I was standing there as I heard it flushing. I just was I was almost in oh, there in time. Oh. So, By the way, imagine opening you just go to the bathroom, did. you watch it's like and there's someone just going <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened this like little woman had to inch past me barfing into a bag in the doorway did you make eye contact oh with her i don't i don't know i was just possibly i did think she... i was like oh, sorry oh my gosh did you get any barf in her hair no <laughs> see that's nice yeah third time i did make it into the bathroom though oh, good but by that point there was very little at that point it was just all like heaving and not a lot of of it it didn't have the force the first time it's almost worse though to barf in a airplane bathroom because you have to be on your knees in an airplane bathroom oh yeah yeah i mean initially initially i was like i will try to throw up in that little toilet you can't get but then i realized no i'm gonna i'm gonna stand in the bathroom and throw up into the bag yeah i don't think you no no i sat on the toilet and throw threw up into the bag the third time (sighs) And then I rinsed my mouth out with that water in the sink the whole oh. time thinking, aren't you not supposed to let this touch your mouth? The water, the water they use know. is just the recycled piss water anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty gross. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. Oh, oh, well, I probably shouldn't have done that. It could have made me sick. So anyway, we got to New York. Um, How early into the flight were you finished barfing? Um, I think it was flight. every hour on the hour for the first three hours. So wow. the last that's- couple hours... Um, I, but I, I felt awful. We waited till everyone got off the plane to leave. Cause I was like, I don't want to need, I was uh, the whole time I was afraid I was going to throw up again. Mm-hmm. Um, JFK, it is half a mile from in the Delta terminal. It's half a mile from where you get off to getting out. Yes. Um, and that was awful. Everything was awful. It felt it was awful because I just felt so sick. And then we got mm-hmm. to New York, and we were like, "How great! We'll be arriving when it's early enough to still do some stuff." And what we did was, I got into bed. <laughs> no, no, yeah, um, 
Actually, I stepped in Wendy excrement, and I thought, this is not my day. <laughs> this is so oh, not my oh day. Oh, my gosh. And then, Allison just tells like a 40-minute story about puking in her own hair, but then has to use the word excrement <laughs> to be especially dainty. <laughs> I don't want to offend any of you. Some of the dog's fecal matter was on the floor. <laughs> Barf chat. Crab chat. So, okay. So that was the beginning of the trip. But thankfully, I felt better like by halfway through the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to Connecticut mm-hmm. for Christmas Eve, and I a met train? a whole bunch. Uh, we, no, we ended up renting a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we a train. Next time we'll do a train. Although the drive was nice, Connecticut's uh, yeah. very I pretty. It. it was nice. We went to this huge Christmas Eve party filled with Daniel's relatives. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that he had all these relatives. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, it was quite a surprise because I've mentioned it before. I think of him as like this lone tumbleweed. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, like I told you that. Part of my family, um, my there were my grandmother had issues, and there, we were not allowed to really have much relationship with them. So, um, fortunately, yeah. But now only, you are only recently, yeah. And um, they are all about Christmas, oh, and they, they do it. this live twelve days of Christmas thing with props that we took part in, <laughs> and it was with fun. Um, Okay, then we went. And a Santa Claus comes after oh, yeah. the 12 days of Christmas. And Santa was there. And passes out gifts. It's wow. awesome. There is a, yeah. I've been to parties like this. They're awesome. Yeah. It's very different than how, we, how I've usually done Christmas, which mm-hmm. is just sitting around. But it's not how I ever did Christmas either. This is extended family. Mm-hmm. So then went back to New York um, after having a wonderful time in Connecticut and then on our way home, and earlier that day, I said to Daniel, my goal for the flight home is a modest one. I just want to not throw up, mm-hmm. which thankfully I didn't. However, you diarrhea it all over. <laughs> <laughs> on our way through security, once again, my hand set off the alarm. What? And I could tell something was different, though, because they there was all these conversations like they they're like you got to call this person they didn't seem to know what the protocol was when this happened because my hand set it off then they swabbed oh and the bag that i used on the way there i put that one in my suitcase and used a different bag as my carry-on bag Mm. so they swabbed the inside of my bag and then that also set off the alarm so they're like at that point they i i don't know that they knew what to do if your bag and your hand set off the alarm so there was a lot of waiting around and thankfully, we got to the airport really early because we knew this might happen since I'm explosive. So um, finally, finally, they pulled me into a, a screening room and they did the full body pat down. Not finally. No. Finally, uh, at the beginning part of the ordeal. <laughs> yes. Um, did the full pat down and then they let us go. And as we were walking away, the woman said, what time is your flight? And I said, 3.45. She said, 3.45? And I said, yes. And then I, she walked away and I said, is everything okay? And she's like, yes. But I just had this, I should have... It's a weird question. It was weird. Ask, I was like, that makes me feel like this is not over. Right. So they're anyway, yank they're watching you. Yeah. Well, they, they did, but that's actually... Well, so then, even. okay. So we had um, passes to the lounge club uh, and we were so early. This is terrible. We're on a list now. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. It's official. From now on, I, f- I, I travel by boat. 
I'll just be a, a font of vomit. Ba- bathe in Purell, like whatever it is. Yeah. Um, okay, so we go to the lounge club for a couple hours. <laughs> and we get to our gate, and we're standing in line, because we're zone two. And I hear Ooh. someone say, are you Allison Rosen? And I assume I'm being recognized. Yes, you're like, actually, hello, <laughs> let me turn. brush my hair oh, back. Look, yeah. Oh, yes. look, and no. Oh, look, <laughs> TSA, TSA listens. Re- recognize me. <laughs> and I say, yes. And it's two TSA officers. And they have been, they tell me we've been looking for you for two hours. Yeah. What? And I need to quickly the come with, and like I need to, to come with them. But don't worry, we'll have you back in time for your flight. Oh my god! We're a half mile from. And get, then from they say the, he says to one of the officers, "You stay here so I can be in communication with you. I just have to take them back to the checkpoint and then bring them back." Can I tell one thing oh on my, my side of this? Yes, god. I'm hauling Wendy and both carry-ons that are very heavy. Walking, please feel sorry for me. Walking <laughs> half a half a fucking mile to our yes. gate. And then we get there. I'm, it's like, oh, my back. And then it's like, okay, we got to go back to security. But they're like waiting to, for a golf cart to come get us. But they, it didn't come. So we, we, walked we walked half the way. Half the way back before the fucking, ugh, Jesus. And they kept assuring us that we'd be back, be back in time. And I remember saying to Daniel, I'm worried we're not going to have space for, we're not going to have um, room in the overhead bin when we get on the flight. And then I thought, that's really the least of my worries at this, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. I just we remembered didn't. another thing what? when um, that's right. We didn't. But when the woman asked, what time do you fly? And I said, 345. I, what I said to you, Daniel, was I'm afraid they're going to arrest me when I get to the gate. Right. It's almost like they did. So anyway, they put us, but they're being very nice to us. It was very weird. No, they were like, we, they knew that there was no, there problem. was no risk. Right. This was not about them trying to assess a risk. It was about them having to dot all the I's. This is, there is a certain protocol to dealing with this that was not followed. Oh, yeah. And they needed to go back and redo it with the supervisor's supervisor so that it was followed correctly. Nobody at any point ever suspected anything. It was just purely... Uh, yeah, I think that they had forgotten. I think they had forgotten to do the whole thing first. Yeah, they just didn't do it right. So they, they... took us in the cart all the way back and then we got there and they separated they took my carry-on and they separated it into three bins and they sent all of them through the x-ray machine and then they at this point i'm starting to suspect her though (laughs) (laughs) there was a half hour there that that she was missing uh and then (laughs) well that's the thing is i was thinking if they've been looking for me for two hours and they can't find me that's really suspicious right although maybe what do we not seem like lounge club types You'd think but also, they to they're tasked with keeping a bomb off a plane, and they can't find a person in a fucking airport, and Air they know airport. what flight you're on. And I said to them, right. "How do you how do you know which one was me?" And they said, "The dog." That's how they were finding me. Why so, did they just go to your airline and say, "What flight is Allison Rosen?" Well, on? they were at the gate. We just yeah. weren't at the gate, right? Because your players, what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> podcast superstars? Come on, that's right. Because <laughs> we were eating sliced turkey in a club chair right but like you said if you guys are some kind of threat and they can't locate you for two hours right who knows what we've done yeah 
We're probably under the plane with magnets on our hands, like scaling up the side of it, doing, you know, you know what they do. I, Wendy has magnets on her paws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there was a big question about like whether Wendy needed to stay with me or not for the whole time that they had me detained because since I it had was, her with me and my hands were. I'm exhausted like, could, thinking yeah. about it. Well, so anyway, then they say, take us back to the gate. And I say, because I think, Daniel, you had said they're going to hold the flight for us. That's, yeah. They and were, I said, will they be holding the flight for us? And he said, yes. And here's the weird thing. As they were driving us back, knowing they were holding the flight for us, I was like, I feel strangely very important right now, but also <laughs> very wanted. It was a weird sort of feeling, a weird a weird insight into what it must feel like to be like a very wanted fugitive. But you were, you were group two, and you must have had shit seats. Mm-hmm. We're in the back. Yeah, but you got did. to even sit together. Yes, they yeah. still let us have oh, our we seats. Had, we'd stuff. already reserved our seats. Yeah, it wasn't Southwest. Oh, so why does it matter when you board? Because you they, carry on. Yeah, yeah. carry on. You also is, you also want coming. to establish that you're better than everyone else right, in okay. other groups. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sorry, that's we true. were the last. We were not premium or. Yeah, you're not like all-star I know, but alliance. I feel like it's annoying that you had to waste your zone two boarding experience because yeah, zone two is like. It's oh, no. great boarding. No zone. No, no zone on Delta Zone last. Two is the worst. Oh really? Yes. Oh my god. Because on United, if we had extra leg room seats. Okay. I would be so pissed. Because on United, <laughs> Zone Two is like. Yeah, you're like you're you're status. crushing it. Oh yeah. No. And oh, I really? every time no. I've got Zone Two, I'm like, thank goodness, because yeah. Okay, I don't no. know. Okay. Yeah. No, this walk, was when you have Zone Two in United, you walk backwards in the place. Yes, so you I look do. But you just go what? Yeah, <laughs> I make eye contact with as many people as That's possible. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was okay. Last. I take back what I said. So we got on the plane and everything was fine, um, but but a crazy ordeal that I never want to go through again. And so anyway, there's this. Remember when I asked you, uh, Greg, what kind of lotion you use for the eczema? Yeah, and you mentioned Theraplex because oh, there's a lotion. So good. I'm gonna have to try that one. But there's one that I've been using that I really like, and I googled it. it. It's called a v- A-V-E-N-E. Avino. It's like Avino. No, it's not Avino. It's of an Avene. It's, it's French. A V E. This is the dermatologist. <laughs> yeah. The dermatologist. It's called Alua it. Akbar. It's super emollient. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Um, yeah, the dermatologist recommended it, and they sell it at the dermatologist's place. However, at Dwayne Reed, which is like the CVS of New York, I also saw it sold there. I would think that if it was your lotion, but anyway, it would happen glis- a lot. But glycerin this is would one of to the. A lot of people. No, but listen, glycerin is like no, the second listen. ingredient. <laughs> No, they you don't, don't check it. everyone's hands, that's though. The, that, well, that's the, the thing I thought. The way around this, except that now I'm probably on all the lists, is you carry Wendy through, and I'll just go through the the scanner thing. Yeah, but I don't want to be the one that holds this up. It's better when you're the one, and then I can be like, really, Allison? <laughs> <laughs> if it's me, then I have to feel bad. So I think, I think it is probably this lotion. I bet it is, because I've had my hands... Um, Go off, really? Yeah, but not my bag. That's where. Yeah, That's I've never had thing. the second. Yeah, the second step. I don't know what that means, except that I had it on. I put it on after I took a shower, and then I packed my bag. So yeah. I'm changing all it. the products, burning all the bags. I wish there was a way I could just go to the airport without a flight scheduled, oh, purell my hands, and see if they set the thing off, just so we're prepared next time. But I don't think they would allow that. I don't think they would look kindly on that. It would that. be so awesome to show up at the screening with like 37 bags. 
and just be like, I don't have a fucking flight today. I just want you to see if which one of these which set work? it up. <laughs> would you mind doing that? Just test every one of these bags. That would that would be a very cool thing to do. You can't do it. But there I'm was sure. a lot of we we had a lot of conversations about um, imagine if we had been going to Paris and like first of all imagine if I had been throwing up on the way to Paris and then on the way back I was thinking imagine if we had this kind of TSA situation happening internationally that would not have been good. Not I good. just need to get this squared away before we fly again. Yeah, if anybody has any ideas, on Is, what has anyone set had this, this stuff happen off, to them? Yeah. Anyway, so that so anyway it was a fantastic trip and I loved every minute of it. <laughs> It's a choice, Allison. It was great. It's a choice. How was everyone else's uh, vacation? Oh, mine sucked. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Ours was great. We drove to Utah. Samantha. 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 Samantha was great. Did she like the road trip? Yes, she, she slept yeah. most of the time. On the way back, she didn't sleep as much. But she had also puked all over herself mm. and was like soaking wet in the back seat. So Aww. that was probably why. Poor Nothing thing. like changing a diaper in a parking lot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like breastfeeding in an empty parking lot at like six in the morning. Very American. <laughs> were you looking for tr- like parked trucks though, like semis? We when you did. Were doing that? We did see sure a couple of like they weren't perving. <laughs> I, no, I'm like very, very yes. like eagle eye of like let's go where no one's gonna be. Yeah. I like why are you yeah. why are you driving by why are you driving by Chili's isn't open yeah. get out of here nothing you know? to see yeah. here folks Stuff like that yeah <laughs> yeah we did see a couple of like creepy motorhomes though like parked in yeah. empty parking lots and yeah, thought like, like ooh what's those. happening in those that seems mm-hmm. weird right. get out of here yeah. uh, but Utah was great <laughs> weather was horrible <laughs> what kind of horrible like ten degrees oh, icy oh, icy cold. It snowed on Christmas, which was oh, magical. Oh, that's so great. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was white Christmas. <laughs> I cannot tell if you're being sorry. No, no we it cannot. was 70. So okay. It was like 72. Yeah. In we were it was wearing, no snow. We were wearing like three layers and scarves just because we were fucking in New York and this is what it's supposed to be. But I was like, I'm so fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awesome. like, it's 70. Yeah, it was hot. That's Yeah, that is annoying. It was freezing cold. I had a lot of my family there. Any highlights? They must have all been so excited to meet Samantha. They were. Right? Yeah. yeah. And she was a really good baby. In fact, I was kind of scared to come home because we're like, is this vacation Sam? Is she going to be? She's like really great in other people's houses. But then we're going to go home and she'll be like, I'm only going to sleep for a half an hour like I did before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Suckers. Um, without naming any names, do you have that one family member who doesn't like babies and, and who you feel who when you see them hold the baby, it, it looks weird? Like a cousin or an uncle or something who like, don't you want everybody to hold your baby? I uh, do and I don't. I, you know, my <laughs> bigger thing was like someone holding the baby and being like, I've been so sick and coughing. Yes. And then I'm like, hey, why don't you not hold the baby? <laughs> that was my fear. Why don't, why don't you step And like, out? like my niece has really bad allergies all year round. And so one morning she woke up and was just like, her nose was like oozing mm. and she's only five, right? But I like, the second she came near, Sam was like, baby, because she loves the baby. I was like, right. Stay back, woman. Get out of here. <laughs> and and then I realized, oh, it's probably just her allergies. And it was. She yeah. took some medicine and she was fine. But like for a few minutes, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's in the house. She's contaminated everything. She's five. She touches everything. <laughs> Even when you say like, don't touch Sam's face. She's like, can't stop. Must touch Sam's face. <laughs> you know, like yeah. so. But she was great. And everyone was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, it was I awesome. I don't think yeah. there was anybody. To, no, it was good. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. Good. And uh, what did she get? Nothing. <laughs> I guess you don't have to get her anything, yeah. right? Yeah. My d- uh, we gave her life. 
<laughs> my my dad sent I think it was my dad we got a package and there was no card in it but when like random stuff comes in the mail I always assume it's my dad wasn't it from Korea no it was like an Amazon purchase so I don't know but it was to me and Alan and usually he's he loves buying stuff so like when we get random packages in the mail I always just assume it's from him huh um, that's true so he sent Samantha this snowsuit that was like way too huge for her, but maybe next year she can squeeze into it. We'll Aww. see. It was pretty. It's like a Hello Kitty full snowsuit, like marshmallow. <laughs> it would have been uh, very cute. little kids look yeah. awesome in those very things. Cute. Yeah. Kid yeah. from Christmas Story. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but other than that, we just ate a lot of terrible Utah delicious food. Like really bad. For, I needed detox for like three weeks to get it all out of my system. Did you get caught in the soda wars? <gasps> we went to Swig a bunch. Yeah, Did we you? chose. I don't go to So Delicious. I go to Swig, the original. You gotta take pictures next time you go. Uh, we did take a picture. In fact, in fact, we wanted to bring you guys Swig cookies back, but they would have been gross by the time they got back here. Which I, yeah. But we f- discovered that the Dirty Diet Coke is something like that. The it was so confusing. Their sign. There's no Dirty Diet Coke on their sign. There's Dirty Dr. Pepper, which hmm. is coconut and Dr. Pepper. And then Diet Dr. Pepper or regular? Regular. And then down at the bottom of the sign was the Big Owl. <laughs> what? And the oh. Big Owl, owl removes phone. was coconut, <laughs> Diet Coke, and lime. Yes! And I'm like, are you kidding me? I've been calling it Dirty Diet Coke this whole time. But and apparently it's, it's the, big the Big Al. It's called my least favorite nickname from when I was a child. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> they have a missionary. Does it have the too. cream in it? Very Utah. No, the half and but half, you can yeah. request the half and half. They do have it to put huh. it in. So but you I, think, but right? I googled Dirty Diet Coke right. after we talked, and what you told me it was came but up. But could this have been part of the soda war? So maybe, losses? yeah, maybe they've like changed. That is crazy. The missionary, the missionary drink. Which I'm assuming is, is, not named, the position, yes, yeah. is named after the Mormon. Yes, the Mormon, yes. Has tiger's blood in it? Yeah, like what the snow that? cone flavor. What is that? What, is what that? are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar with this How flavor. How long has it taken what? a UFO to I, get I, to this I, part I, of Utah? I, I, Jesus Christ. Where the, yeah, what the fuck is happening I love here? This is I like love the this. Martian Chronicles. Yeah, and Jenna was just like, oh, it's like the snow cone flavor. You're, you're familiar with that. He's a hand. So, okay. In Utah, snow cones are also a huge deal. And mm-hmm. in the summertime, there's like a snow cone shack on every corner. And growing up, my parents... Shack? They yeah. just erect one they in like do. April like or something? Yes, yes, really? yes, yeah. Because it's too cold in the winter for snow cones. Yeah, I would say so. So then, so they're a big deal. And then I grew up, my aunt had a snow cone shack. And so I know all about tiger's blood because it's the best flavor at the Jenna, snow. Cone. You have failed like? to describe what tiger's blood is. I don't is. even know. It's just red. That's all I know. But, uh, it's like a huh. fruity red color that you don't Big Al? Big Al. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, my yeah. my aunt had a yeah. snow cone shack. I'm definitely going to die without ever saying that. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. Al, what flavor would you say tiger's blood is? Let's I have look no, it up. I've never tried it. Is it like, is it like fruity? Like it's flavor? really good, whatever oh, it is. Jenna? Yes, it's fruity. Okay. Definitely I'm, fruity. Sadly, like Hawaiian punchy? According, Maybe. According to the internets, tiger oh, blood has been around for decades. Thank you. And originated in the south and later made its way to the Hawaiian islands. Uh, <laughs> well, shave ice, big deal in Hawaii. Yes. Big deal in Hawaii. Big deal in Hawaii. Uh, it's like a secret that no one who knows it will share. <laughs> it's actually strawberry? tiger's blood. 
watermelon. Charlie Sheen loves it. <laughs> Strawberry watermelon with a hint of coconut. There you go. Sounds delicious. Oh, it's delicious. It, okay. What do I? I've never seen it. Okay. You got to get some snow cones in your life. I'll give it. I would give it a chance. The watermelon does not sound good to me, but perhaps it's good. Jenna, how um, how famous are you in Utah? Like, can you go out in public without getting asked for your autograph? I don't get asked for autograph or for often, photos, but I will. People will stare at me. Uh, like the first day we we got there, we went to lunch with my mom at this burger place, and someone wrote on my Instagram like, "I see you at JCW's." <laughs> I'm with my family. Like, like it was weird. Mm-hmm. So that happens a but lot. But not annoying, Liso? No. In fact, actually, sometimes I wish people would just come up and That's get it over with. Say. Instead of yeah. lurking or just like staring from Because like, here's a the thing. You don't know. When someone's staring at you because they recognize... Not, they don't do this to me, but they'll do this to Allison. You don't know if they are looking because they recognize you or if they're some dangerous creep. Right. And or it's not, we're not weird. saying it's yeah. creepy that you're staring. It's that... It's that until you let us know why you're looking, it's they don't well, know why. Exactly. Or like you got a booger hanging yes, from your nose. Like right. is what, what's weird about me that's making you look right. at me? Right. It's my underwear hanging out. What's but I, the situation? It's always nice when someone comes up, though. Yes. So I would say that. When uh, someone comes up and asks you to go back to the gate. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Actually, when we got, when we got to JFK um, by baggage, someone came up and went, Allison, and mind you, threw up three times on the flight. Allison Rosen. Yeah. And and I was like, yes, hi. And it was this really nice woman who's a huge fan of the show. Oh, and man. I actually I said to her, I'm not going to hug you because I just threw up three times. <laughs> it's like in your hair. <laughs> she yeah. was like, you're so honest. I love the podcast. <laughs> I hope she believed me, though, and didn't think it was like some weird excuse. I just honestly felt like I didn't want her memory of me to be like, oh, that girl smells she like She smelled vomit. weird. Yeah. 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 No. Well, you did tweet about it, though. That's true. That's, we were like following the tweets. <laughs> Alan and I were. Because that. what day was that? Uh, Monday the 21st. Monday the 21st? Where were we? I don't know. We were following closely. Thank I was you. like waiting. And at first, I have to say, when I saw throw up, I thought pregnant, but then you clarified. Yes, I, I wrote <laughs> hashtag not pregnant. Yes. So just stop with that. But right. still people asked. I knew they were going to wonder. Mm-hmm. I know that's what it seems like, but no, it was nothing that exciting. Nope. But so anyway, you were recognized by someone on Instagram. Yeah, so it does happen. And then my family wanted me to go up to Salt Lake with them at one point because... You guys know Temple Square. It's like a big no. location in Salt Lake. It's where like it's the where the big tabernacle temple. is. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So at Christmas they do the most gorgeous lighting and big display, and it's a big thing. But every time I go to Temple Square, it's like a nightmare because there's all these missionaries there, and they show Meet the Mormons on the location. Oh, so really? it's like if I go there immediately, it's like, I just watched you or I know who mm. you are or, oh my gosh, Jenna. And then it's a horrible experience for everyone. And so <laughs> my family was like, come with us. It'll be awesome. I'm like, trust me, it will be the worst thing. Don't, you don't want me to come with you. That's true. So <laughs> see, it just, what happens is you don't get to enjoy necessarily and it takes twice as long. But I, again, fun, very flattering, mm-hmm. but I just didn't want to, make it about me at this experience but yeah utah's weird for that reason mm-hmm. yeah i mean I, I told you this before but i got my glimpse at the the kim jones fame when i met when i hung out with some other family friends who were mormons mm-hmm. and i was telling them about you and they were like oh my god 
have you there? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's very unusual. It's weird. But yeah. to some extent, like that's really, unless you really look like long to be recognized, that's a kind of desirable element because it's there's one place where you know everyone's going to know who you are. Mm-hmm. Everyone is going to know who you are, but you can probably go other places and not really have to think about it as much, right? Never, yeah, totally, right. totally. Yeah, it's like a nightmare. But I do. But we we do joke around like, ooh, what if they you know spotted me doing something like shady, you know, in Salt Lake? I could go buy some coffee and really freak everybody out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, just go around carrying a Starbucks. Yeah, cup. exactly. What's in there? Is it hot chocolate? Mm-hmm. We don't know. <laughs> um, Greg, how was your week? Oh, wait, how how long has it been since everyone has seen Couple forever? Weeks. A couple weeks, like. right? Okay, I keep saying your week, but it's been yeah. How pretty, was your really pretty long time? uneventful? Nothing really happened to me. It's hard for people sometimes for people to believe this, but when you don't celebrate Christmas, you genuinely don't celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. My family has nothing to do with Christmas, so I just kind of go surfing and go to the movies and watch TV and cook. That's it. I made a lot of fires. Sounds pretty nice. It does uh, sound nice. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's all I did. All right. Um, I did have one thing I was going to share with you guys, but I have to put my phone out to do it. I'm, you know, I have a nephew who's in a band. Mm-hmm. He's 13. His name is Corbin, um, and I love him dearly, and I've sort of realized that I will never be a soccer dad, but I will be like a band dad. <laughs> and he decided, I'm going to let you guys in on a secret. I'm an enormous music snob. He decided that for Christmas, he actually does celebrate Christmas because my sister married a, a Christian guy or whatever. He wanted a new guitar, but he wanted a Paul Reed Smith. Whoa, PRS, come on. <laughs> Are you pro or anti? Uh, they're expensive, that's all I'm saying. Well, he was getting I mean, a shitty Korean fan, one, but, but... Do they have the birds on the fretboard? Is that those? Oh, that's a seagull, maybe? Seagull, yeah, yeah seagull that's a seagull. Does that. that makes more sense. Paul Reed Smith is what uh, Santana plays. Mm. Many other people play we, Well, yeah, but I just that was sort of like so my he, introduction. He calls me... And this is a person, all of his previous guitars have been given to him by me. He calls me and he's like, listen, I want a Paul Reed Smith for Christmas. And mom said, I can get this Korean one. And that's like the devil guitar to me. Why? Because it's made in Korea? No, it has nothing to do with it being made in Korea. Although (laughs) almost every good guitar in the world is made in the United States. Um, I think there are like four brands of electric guitar you're allowed to have. Okay. Fender, Gibson. Gretsch and Rickenbacker. Okay. That's it. Those are the only people that in my opinion, you should have one of their electric guitars. Um, wow! But I'm Al. I have to. I'm just an enormous guitar snob. That's okay. I am. That's all right. I just, but I'm what do you have? Uh, I well, I have like the lower end Gibson. I have Epiphone. They're owned by Gibson. Right. Same deal. Yeah. Um, what's wrong with it's Paul the Reed Honda Smith? Civic of Lexus? Um, you know, <laughs> accurate. Paul Reed Smith is sort of a like a cock rock metal guitar, but it's also like the rules of guitaring were established in the fifties. Yeah. You know, when you're talking about acoustics, you can add Taylor and Martin to the list. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, pretty much everything stays the same. Um, and there's just like a heritage and a, like there's just sort of a history about guitars. That's who makes guitars. You know, you don't get like a Parker Fly. You know, there's like nothing really new is happening guitars. And mm-hmm. the best guitars ever made were made 50 years ago. So anyway, I said about trying to talk him out of it. Mm-hmm. And my sister was getting really pissed at me. And then I was like, listen, I'll give you another one of my guitars. So I had a text exchange with him. <laughs> and this is the day after he told me he was getting a Paul Reed Smith. Have you? This is me to him. He's thirteen. What's your guitar budget? Have you, have you ever tried pl- playing a Gibson SG? My budget is six hundred dollars. No, I don't think I have. You should try one. They weigh a lot less, and you can get them for way cheaper. But some people don't like the necks. 
blah, blah, blah. And then I go, this is my advice. Don't get a guitar just because you can. Guitars last forever. You should love every one. Also, Chad from Nickelback and Mark from Creed both play Paul Reed Smiths. <laughs> and then I sent him a picture of one of my other guitars, a telly, that I'm like, you can borrow this one. And he goes, that guitar is cool. There are other guitarists I like that use a Paul Reed Smith, like Dave Navarro, and then get ready for the arrow to the heart, and Tim Mahoney from 311. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's 13. So I'm just sitting there holding my phone, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, and then he goes and there's a pause where I'm trying to figure out how to react and he goes and also the guitarist from P.O.M. What is that? Uncle writes back P.O.M. Nephew writes back Puddle of Mud. They're a post-grunge band. They're a post-grunge band from the early 2000s. Uncle writes back Oh, I know them. I just didn't know the abbreviation. The singer in that band has a tendency to get arrested. Nephew writes back Yeah, it's mostly the singer. He seems to be a drunk. So getting back to guitars, my <laughs> mind is set on the Paul Reed Smith. Okay, go get it. Just make sure you want it forever. Wow. The end. And he then couldn't I, sway him. I didn't, didn't what work. What a, like, you know, strong 13-year-old. Right. Yeah. Because if you texted me at like, don't do it, I'd be like, okay, Greg says not to. <laughs> I can't do it. So but, I had like a bunch of talks with my wife and with my sister where I was like, I feel like we should... We shouldn't get him this guitar, and he yeah. can have another one of my old guitars. And my sister and my wife were like, you're such an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> he's 13. He Some of this money he's been saving is his own money, and like, he, he's, he doesn't have to like the same stuff you do. And, and then I was like, you're right. And then a, there would be a pause. I'd be like, but there is right and wrong here, and there is like an empirical way this is supposed to happen, and I would be like, you have to shut up. But do you pu- want, do you want Pud of Mud plays it. So. P-O-M, man. P-O-M. So that was the most eventful thing about my Christmas is that. And I went and saw his band two nights ago, Euph- Euphoric Situation, <laughs> at the House of Blues in Anaheim. And they're great, and they're fun, and they're great kids. And Did he, has he have a, the, the Yes, guitar? yes. And he has a giant pedal board with probably seven more foot pedals than anyone has ever required. Al, how many foot pedals uh, do you have? I usually use like three. Yeah, it's yeah. about tops, would yeah. you say? Yeah. Were you ever, did you ever want more? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm an idiot. So like I, like... You have a you have a drive pedal and a chorus pedal? Yeah, and I use the, uh, like a compressor. Just, and a compressor? You know, it just depends. Um, I, a, I, I'm a big fan of the wah as well. Just, are you? Well, just yeah. to play, just because well, it's fun. But, well, you and my you nephew know. would get along great. Yeah. He's a big <laughs> fan of the wah. They're fun. He was wahing a lot. Yeah. Um, so I met Peace with it. I love him. And afterwards, we had to talk about some things he did wrong and did right. And I realized... <laughs> That my God forbid my kids ever play a fucking play in a band. They're just, just they'll be ruined. I'll be now, horrible dad. Would you have a problem with anyone wanting a Paul Reed Smith or especially him? No, anyone. I mean, especially him and anyone. Okay, Jeff. Jeff you understand what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, there's certain guitars that are kind of they're a little precious. Douchey? I won't say douchey, but they're a little precious. And yeah. Paul Reed Smith is one of those to me. You could do worse. Are but you going to read your Paul Reed Smith ad? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking no, of guitars. <laughs> I think of Paul Reed Smith as like prog rocky. Am I thinking of the wrong yeah, guitar? Me too. Yeah, it has a prog rock element to it. But it also, I mean, you tend to, so like most people I think would associate that, for me anyway, the Telecaster is the guitar of Springsteen and Joe Strummer. Mm-hmm. Probably everyone has... Most people say Stratocaster, they think of Eric Clapton or probably something, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Jimmy I think Hendrix. Buddy Guy Hendrix. with Jimmy Hendrix, Buddy, Buddy Guy, guy whatever. But yeah. for most people, the Paul Reed Smith is Santana 
and Chad from Nickelback. You know what it is? <laughs> it, the guy from Creed. That's yeah. that's high guitar music. That's what my friends used to call yes. it. Like the yeah. guys that play with high. a real short strap. Yes. And they, it's they so funny. My, they my nephew was talking to me about that because his guitar is like really low. Mm-hmm. And it's really it's much harder to play your guitar when it's that low. I remember it looks reco- cool, but it's hard recording to play, our yeah. first record and the guy who was engineering our first album he had me do two takes of a rhythm guitar track, one standing up and one sitting down, and then he played him back for me in the booth, and he was like, this is the one you played standing up, and it was terrible, <laughs> because my guitar was so low that I had to hunch over like violently to play it, and then he played me the one sitting down, and it was perfect, and he was like, don't ever record standing up. In fact, you should never play the guitar like that, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I was watching my nephew play, he had his guitar very low, and I was very proud. Very proud. That's my most eventful thing of uh, Christmas. Right? That counts. That's Jeff, fun. events? Oh, my, my Christmas was very exciting. I was laid up with a sinus infection pretty mm. much oh. from when I saw you guys last until Ugh. now. I'm oh. on my third round of antibiotics. Bummer. Yeah, There's I got, something going around that is not, it's hard to get rid of. Yeah, and the, the last prescription I got was for Cipro, oh. which for some reason, some weird reason, I have it, it, an affiliation with Dick Cheney. Because I think he took that famously after the anthrax scare of 2001. Huh. And okay. so it freaked me out. And it's, it's the antibiotic that they give you when you have anthrax. Right. And yeah, now I started taking that. Is Dick Cheney the one? Did he shoot a dude? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yes. All right. Yeah, so. but it, oh, yeah. it was his friend and he shot him in the face. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> but yeah, that. I just laid around being sick, which was all right, uh, taking it easy. But uh, I went to see the Star Wars on Christmas mm-hmm. Day. And I like that. But people were, were really shitty at the movie theater. Like what, how? People were just all super... Like, I was like, eh, it's Christmas. It's cold out. I'm going to see Star Wars. This is fun. And everybody at the movie theater was just like, meh, meh, meh. Well, I got it. Like, everybody was like snapping at the people working there and being all shitty. I was like, you're seeing Star Wars on Christmas. Seriously. Yeah, it's Christmas. Why were they yeah, all super shitty? And, yeah. and it wasn't even that crowded. I went to like a 4.30 show. But I think people... We're just at the end of the day of spending the day with their families, and we're probably all pissed yeah, off. But, right. And I wasn't. Um, but yeah, that was about it. It was pretty fun, though. But yeah, I got to lay low and just kind of hang out and throw things away. Now I'm in throwing things away mode. That's what I was <laughs> oh, doing. Oh, I like, need to get into I that I love it. I threw out so much shit today. It was awesome. I always reading some Jap, some book yes, by a Japanese I woman. I have it. About- the magic, the something life-changing magic of tidying up. Yeah, we had a bunch of arguments about it. Because you're supposed to do this thing. The mm-hmm. way it works is... Also, like, this is... I this, it's like... It's like... Fair enough. Um, this, I do not mean this to come out as racist in any way. Which, okay. almost, which almost means... Always means a racist thing. Great start. But Here you, comes but the, racism. Like, Don't other me. The, like, clinical aesthetic of Asia... Is minimal. Yeah, and it's also like very um, unsettling to me. Okay. Uh, not unsettling, but it's like it's the antithesis of how I feel. So you're supposed to tell, grab everything or touch everything mm-hmm. that you cherish, say thank you to it, and then get rid of it. <laughs> well, no. You, yeah. You touch everything and you figure out what it is that brings you joy. And if it doesn't bring you joy, then you thank it for doing its service and then you get rid of it. But if right. it brings you joy, you keep it. So she was it. like, you're going to grab and do this with all of your books and all of your records. Oh, my God. That would be very And I was like, upsetting. no, I'm not, because I can. I already know they all bring me joy. I, I won't do it. 
I won't throw books and records away. Mm. I, I won't do it, you guys. I won't do it. <laughs> yeah, and books are what you're supposed to start with. Yeah, I'm not she throwing any books away or any records. Books can go. Books are tough. I, I, I find books tough. Books, I like to you can always get too. them again. If you need them, I, I That's understand. What Marie but I, Kondo says, but you can't get the one that you read, right? And have that I experience. I don't have that relationship with any book object. I I weeded through my record collection with everything. pretty hardcore, but with books, ah, books is the one thing I have a hard time getting rid of. But everything, everything else is the one thing I have a hard time getting rid yeah, of. I, I want to get rid of everything. I can't get rid of stuff fast enough. I need to get rid of stuff. I was feeling really agitated today just over all the little piles of stuff. But we just got back, so we're still like we're not fully yeah, all the way back. Uh, also, we're not fully moved in. But anyway, let's talk about New Year's <laughs> resolutions. Mine are to go on more people's podcasts. And to <laughs> Noble. Yeah. Isn't it, though? And to be more social. Yeah. And uh, what's everyone else's? If you, you, if you, you have, can do both of those at once. I know. That's perfect. Yep. And if you are a resolution maker. My resolution is to be more responsive because I have this tendency of just waiting a very long time to get back to people and then I feel shitty about it. And You're you talking send, about in a like friendship socially, setting, friendship, not yeah, work stuff, Not right? work, yeah. So I tend to make my friends. Just to be clear, he's good at his job. <laughs> no, work, yeah. That's the, that's the sad thing. Like I am very responsive at work, but like to the people that, that I care about, I, you know, end up making them think that I don't give a shit. Uh so that's one. Um let's see. Yeah, being more uh having a wife that's more social. <laughs> is one of my oh good. Oh good that'll work perfectly. That's mine too. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. That's good. I'm, Al. I'm not big on New Year's resolutions for some reason. I think I always feel like they fail. Mm-hmm. And I like the, I, I set goals like throughout the year. I'm always like a quarterly person or something like that. So. Right. Because I'm, I'm, I'm a nerd like well, that. Well, what's your so. Q1 resolution? Well, I mean, Q1. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I, I do like certifications for work yeah, or like I got to tune my resume up or, you know, things like that. that oh, how frequently do like you nerdy. tune up your resume? Uh, not frequently, but like if, again, it's like if you get like a certification, like you can be like a certified yeah. project manager, things like that. CPM. Oh, oh, my mean, God. Yeah. So. CPM. Freshen you up your LinkedIn like page. CPM. Yeah. I, was, I always like to know what the market is, you know? I was thinking, that's, if we ever have a kid, I feel like I'm gonna, I want to teach my kid, always have your resume updated and ready, because in my job history, um, which, like, I don't, like, Greg, what, what Greg and I do, like, we don't really use resumes. This thing of ours. This, know, yeah, this you know, you wouldn't, you, you guys wouldn't understand. You guys wouldn't get it. <laughs> you guys are too busy but. shoveling hay or whatever the rest of America does. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. I've never been east of Santa Monica, so. But back when I used to, you know, have a, a job like you guys, no. Um, back in my uh, days when I used resumes to get jobs, when I, when I had to go update my resume, it was always a real pain in the butt huge ordeal yeah and i always thought it'd be better if i wasn't waiting until i feel desperate to be doing this but that's what you need to do it the other thing is that what when job hunting i found that you you always need to tinker around with your resume anyway even if you have it fresh if you see two listings you need to kind of tinker yes it's so time consuming it really is unbelievable really is um jenna what's your resolution if you have one uh i would like to um, I have a couple, but I'd like to fit in all of my jeans again in mm-hmm. the next couple months. That would be nice because right now they're tight. <laughs> Pregnancy 
did me in. Um, and then I would like to get back to, I have to get back to work, you know, because I've kind of just not been doing a lot. So I got to get back to work in the next few months as well. And then, um, yeah, just like, you know, boring <laughs> stuff. Boring, boring, boring stuff. Yeah, work and lose weight. What was on the dry erase? Wasn't there some other stuff on there? Oh, it was shower, shower by, by noon, noon. <laughs> workout, fry a turkey. Yeah, that one's done. We did that yeah. one. That was for 2015. <laughs> yeah, I Q4 need to work resolution. out. I don't know. I'm, I'm boring when it comes to New Year's resolutions. I mean, there's that's a, okay. I don't always even make them. I think yeah, the I problem is that that's what happens to me every year. I get all like, I'm gonna write a book this year, and then I don't, and then I'm like, well, that was sad and mm-hmm. depressing. Because I didn't even come close to it. So aim low, and then you won't. Yeah, right. Attainable, yourself. very attainable. Oh, maybe writing a book should be on mine this year. That's usually on it. mine every okay. year. Maybe you could write a joint book. I started you know, co-authors. Yes, yes. <laughs> half and well, oh, that'd be great. Havesies. We yeah. did have an idea. You're looking at me like I'm supposed to know what you're talking about, but I don't <laughs> oh remember. God. We had we have one. conversations. She doesn't remember the the idea to have a roast of our dog. Oh my god, no! <laughs> that- <laughs> we were like, who would be on the dais? <laughs> Um, if De- we had dais. Da- is it Deus or Dias? It's Deus. I think it's also oh. I fucking don't get me started on Deus. Medazelam. <laughs> but anyway, we're like, who would be on the Deus if it was a roast of Wendy? And then we just thought her dog friends. Can you think of a quick? <laughs> think of a non-roast context to use the word Deus in. I can't. You can't. And no. every fucking person at every roast is like, oh, I'm going to say Deus thirty times now. Right. This is a personal gripe of mine. It's very niche. I think it's very niche, you guys. <laughs> is that a I don't church even word? know what. I've uh, never heard no, this. No, it means yeah, like. This is new to riser. me. The Comedy Central roast, they call the stage that all the comics sit on the, the dais. Okay. And I'm saying dais because I'm thinking of the character in Orange is the New Black, Daya. Ah. Uh-huh. Dianara uh-huh. is yeah, her name, course. actually. Yeah, it, it makes sure, no sense yeah, why my sure. brain is confusing them, but it's very <laughs> warm right, in cool. here. Okay. All right. Are there any other just me or everyone's? Greg. Oh, my New Year's resolution? Yes. Did we skip you? My New Year's resolution is the same one as last year, to eat more waffles. That's good. See, one of these days the you will not be able to eat more. Attainable. Should, exactly. That is the type no, we should all be making. Because if you Attainable have, and enjoyable. Because, Jeff, if you make that resolution every year, soon you will have be eating so many waffles, you won't be able to eat more waffles. No, eventually he'll attain the, the objective. Yeah. He will. He'll be like, I am eating more waffles. <laughs> you got to pace yourself. Like, I did like it. Alan Greenspan when he warned like, not to pay off the federal. So you'll get to a point where it's like quickly. eating enough I, waffles. No, I just have to pace myself. Okay. <laughs> this is the best. Allison See, Rosen is your new best friend is, ever. It's totally. Un- is this an unsponsored episode of the podcast? It is actually. Yes. <laughs> is that is that good? This um, is part no, of not, not for me, but <laughs> sorry, Jeff. You were saying in Ray waffles. This is part of. The Waffle Project, which is that you can't, you have to pace yourself. You can't get too far out in front of the problem. I see. It's a more complicated uh, resolution. I haven't thought it. I haven't thought it through completely. See. (laughs) Anyway, Greg, I'm. I support you in your eating more waffles. That's great. Thank you. I would like to know your resolution, Greg. But first, I want to address the. You said, is it good or bad that there's no sponsors? Um, this is typically a not particularly sponsored week for podcasts because it's the time in between and it actually made me think this is such a crucial episode am i silly to be dropping this one now as opposed to the first week back but i say no because i know that my listeners are going to be listening this week and they're excited about the new episode Mm -hmm. and here it is 
And by the way, I just want to point out. So let's get started. There are certain tonight. There are certain people who are like, oh, if there's no sponsors, then there's no show because I only do a show if it's going to be a sponsored one. And I no snow, no show, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. but that's not how I am. I'm a here's a show. Here we go. Kind of person. Whoa! I know. Yeah, that did rhyme. Solid rhyme. Thank you. Anyway, did uh, did you have a resolution? I thought about this on the drive over here today. I do have some resolutions. Do you care to share them? Sure. Um, I want it and forget it. Yes, that's one of them. I want to. Um, my resolutions are really not that funny, but I want to um do stuff instead of complain about it. That's a big thing for me. I also want to be happier about what I already have. Mm, that's a good one. Oh, Those are like nice thought yeah. resolutions. Yeah. And I want to do more charity work. Oh. Those are my Look three objectives for next year. Mine's like, I just want to be more vain. Mine's and... like, I want to do more podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> and be more social. Well, I that's am going to be one. more outgoing this year because there's a bunch of sh- stuff I've wanted to do for a while that I haven't that I'm going to start doing. Um, but mainly I just want to be happier with what I have because I found some of this year was wasted on lamenting the things that I don't have that didn't matter that much. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Well, speaking of things that matter, um, so as I was saying earlier, it is exactly as we record this one year since I received the email. <laughs> and um, it was pretty scary it, uh, when I first got it scary and but like weirdly um i it was like it was like someone it was like a enormous fire was lit under my ass because i'm like i need to figure out so many things in the next few days because i want to keep doing my show i need to figure out how we're going to do that i need to figure out like what you know i just this is this thing that i have been doing every day for four years what the hell am i going to do with myself now and here we are a year later, and it has been one of the best years of my life. Certainly, the I think by far the best year of the show. Um, in every way, it's been probably the most successful year, which is all because of you guys, everyone at this table, and also everyone listening. So I just want to thank the listeners so much for the support and for sticking by me, um, because I really feel like I'm in the position I'm in now because of you, because this year without the support of you guys, this year could have gone very differently. Um, you know, but instead it's like, I feel like I'm in a stronger position now and I feel like the show is stronger. And I, I mean, I'm certainly happier. I'm very happy with the show. Um, and yeah, so to the listeners, thank you guys so much for making this year so special for me and for making it such a great year. And then to everyone at the table, um, you know, each of you in your unique ways has meant and, and oh, continues to mean so much to me and to be such an important part of the show. You know, Jeff, it's so great that we were able to, you know, I already knew you and uh, we had some conversations at the beginning of the year and I just feel like it's really great that you were able to step in and be my producer and it's been such a great thing, uh, both for me personally and for the show. So thank you so much. And I, I love how that all worked out. Thank you. Yeah. It was a tumultuous time for both of us and yes. it, uh, a little more positive for me than you. So I, I kind of had the easy end of the stick, but 
it's it's crazy how things work out. Like it's it's I I'm always fascinated by life. It's like the things that work out when you try your ass off, and then the things that work out when you just had nothing to do with it, and it just sort of falls into place. Right? So, yeah, it was pretty amazing how well it fell into place. Right. And Daniel, um, I don't think you realized you were going to be part of the show <laughs> <laughs> in this way. No, I didn't. If we flash back to uh, and actually this, so on the Monday episode of the show, um, it's Alex Buono and Reese Thomas who are they head up the SNL film unit and they also direct and produce IFC's documentary now and. Um, Alex went to film school with Daniel. That's how I know him originally. But he was saying how surprised he is, how much you've come out of your shell. And how you, so, so that came up on the Monday show. But yeah, yeah. you, no one, uh, you certainly, when I first met you, you were like, I'm not comfortable going on podcasts. I don't think I will ever go on your podcast. Yeah, I had uh, no interest in being <clears throat> in front of a microphone or doing any of that. <laughs> it was very much when, you know, we were walking through Central Park and you got that, you just, because you're on your phone about 80% of the time. <laughs> and uh, you were checking your emails and we sat there and... I remember like I saw it. I just handed you my phone. I said, look. Yeah, so I read it and it was like, okay, everything just changed for us. Yes. And it was really um, exciting. It was a relief in many ways. It's, it's, obviously, it's it was bad uh it's a bad feeling anytime somebody yeah, lets you go. But for me, I'm just talking about my feelings okay. here. Uh, I felt <laughs> not to, um, yeah. for me, I felt like this was going to be really good for you mm-hmm. because uh, I felt you had um, gone as far as you were going to go in that job. And I was excited to see what you could build on your own. Uh, but it was, it's scary because you don't know how it's going to go. And, your fans, I'm, I know I'm going to sound like I'm kissing ass here, but it's like you have the best fans. They are just such a great group of people, so supportive, so nice. Um, I think you cultivate that, so you create this, you know, I don't know, like it's a very positive thing that you put out there. Uh, but, God, it's like we didn't know which way this was going to mm-hmm. go. And the fact that we're here a year later and feel so good about the show. And as far as my participation in the show goes. And the intros that you have. Okay, can I just say like that was never. I did it. I had this. I'll do an intro. That'll be fun. (laughs) It is like every week now I have to do these goddamn (laughs) intros. And it's like um, people have asked me about uh, on Twitter. So if I can have a second. Yeah. they say, well, how do you do it? It's usually like an hour before the show. I'm coming home. I'm like, oh, fuck. I have to do an intro. <laughs> I mean, because I don't have time to usually put these things together. So sometimes if the jokes are a little ridiculous or they don't make sense, it's because I'm kind of throwing them together. But I think what I might do. But for the most part, they're really they're good. Sharp. They're oh, really yeah. thank good, you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, um, what I might do in the new year, though, is ask you, the listeners. <laughs> To if something happens, if something gets brought up on an episode, yeah. So uh, what happens is Daniel, right before the show goes, what did everyone talk about last week? <laughs> what came up on the show last week? And I'm like, I don't remember either. Allison is never. That's any not true. Help. Okay, a little bit. I'm a little bit of help. <laughs> a little bit of help. Yeah. But uh, if you guys, if something funny, just remind me of stuff because I I don't remember anything hear, we yeah, talk about. Yeah. If you hear something where you're like, oh, this is something he. Could yeah. do, use in his intro, but anyway, tweet it to him. Yeah, that's always helpful. But <laughs> should I share my Google Doc notes with? Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. yes, you should. Anyway, though, it's been 
I have felt hugely rewarded by this experience, and it's uh, it's been great. I can't wait to see what we're going to do in this yeah. next year. I'm very excited about it. And Al, you were this guy that I only n- heard about from Jenna, and I think I met you at a party. Like I met you yeah. a couple times. Just once, I think. Right. And then uh, I'm trying to remember how it was that you came on. I know that... Um, was the plan that you were going to be on the show when you brought the microphones? No, no I, get, I sent those with Jenna. Yeah. Just because like when, when it all went down, I just told Jenna like, whatever they need, whatever you need to help, you know, do it. We'll, we'll Al was part of the need. plan from the beginning. <laughs> we were like, when we're sitting there in Central Park, we're like, what's the show going to be? What's it going to be? <laughs> well, well let, back up after the Bobo Boys were exiled. But then it was like, after that, we had to redesign the Thursday show. Then it was always... Al, I think, right? Wasn't it? Well, I'm, try- that's, I'm trying to remember how it all Jenna happened. Jenna uh, for some reason, the hashtag Al had been happening for a while. Yes, the hashtag, I think it was the hashtag. And all of a sudden, I went from like four Twitter followers, three of them were porn bots, to like, <laughs> to like a thousand Twitter this followers. Is and I was like, what is happening? This is marketing, you know? Yeah. Get it, not, yeah. Right, yeah. right. And then you came on, and then you were so great, and I think quietly, you're Greg's favorite member. <laughs> I, don't, I don't play favorites. Everybody. I like everyone at the table. I feel like I've learned a lot this year from Jenna and Al, but I also feel like I've learned a lot from everyone else Absolutely. at the table. So I Absolutely. do not play favorites. He doesn't play favorites. <laughs> we all but love Al. Everyone loves Al. You, you're, yeah, you're incredible you know. on the show, and you're just well, a warm, nice presence. Well, thank you. I, it's uh, It's been a blast to be on here, and I thought, you know, I told Jenna, I always said, like, listen, I'm sure Allison is waiting for someone cooler and sharper <laughs> to be on the show, so, you know, if you ever hear of anything... <laughs> Just tell her to tell me that I should stay home and I'm happy to do it. So yes, you guys I've, made that cl- you made it clear that you would understand if I needed to move on to someone else. 100%. But I was like, no, hashtag out. You're so, too good. But it's you're awesome. in there. Okay, Jenna is is um, tending to Samantha right now, so I will wait and then I'll just come around and say, Greg, I know that you also never intended to be on the show all the That's time. That's correct. But I'm so glad that you have been on the show because I feel like you make it so much better and everyone loves you and you're it's super fun to have you on the show and you're just a natural. Thank you. I feel like the show really second that. I feel like the Thursday show really came together when Greg joined. Agreed. If I, may. I think it I think totally it yeah, it gelled like in a he way. He was like the spice that the whole thing needed. Kapow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had a lot of fun doing it this year and uh it's not something that I ever intended to do, and I've always been very happy behind the camera or on the other side of the microphone or whatever. But I do have a good time, and there are... I do often leave here, and I'm glad that we talked about certain things, and I feel like they've left my brain in a good way. Good. That's the, that's the catharsis of doing a show like this. Also, Make it worse, Rob. Make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I also realized, too, that a ton of people listen to your show, and you would think that just by... Um, like statistically that a bunch of them would write you every week and say you suck and fuck you and they really don't Mm -hmm. like so there's something like intensely positive about your fan base which speaks volumes for the work you do thank you thank you and I also wanted to say thank you to all the other other people who have been a part of the well not only all the all the amazing guests on the Monday show but all the other people who have filled in at various times on the Thursday show and all the people so at the beginning when I you know I think as everyone knows I thought that Thursday the original Thursday gang was going to continue and then found out in 
like a very sudden um, way that that wasn't going to happen. And then I was scrambling um, and trying and, and it took some time to get this group together and, and to have it sort of coalesce into the show that it is now. But in the interim, there were various people who came on and they were all great and they are all people that I consider friends and they're all people who will come back sometime. Um, and so I just want to thank them. So let me see if I can remember Shane Dawson, who was super awesome and super loyal from the get go. My friend Trevor, who just got engaged. Very Yay, happy for him. He's great. Um, Dustin Goot, of course. I think that we should move on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we love Dustin. Uh, Jordan Morris. Yeah. We love Jordan. awesome. Molly. McAleer, awesome, yeah, and well, now I'm just combining various people who have come on the show and who uh, those are, are not all people who were there at the beginning, um, but and then Ben Glebe and yeah. Mike Carano. I just want to say, Maul's had an adventure in Tucson, and I'm dying to talk to her about Tucson, so we'll have to have her back. We'll find out. Am I leaving anyone out? Um, you said Ben. Yeah. I don't uh, think I am. Yeah, I don't know. So there's that. So thank you, everyone and listeners. Thank you so much. And um, when Jenna gets back, I'll I'll say nice things about Jenna. Yeah. That's the plan. Should we do iTunes comment of the week? Ooh, yeah, there we go. Or we could taste those M and M's. Oh, well, we need Jenna for that. Though. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We have yeah, a okay. snack okay. chat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I know. I'm just Let's... Be get those for quite some time. Do I just take a? a... Okay. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Another great show <laughs> by Lee Bruns. I normally just listen to the Thursday shows, but gave the Schultz interview a go. Schultz interview a go. (laughs) And found it fascinating and awkward. Keep it up. I'll make the point. I'll make the point to catch more Monday shows from now on. Thank you very much, Lee Bruns. (laughs) So I know. I just, I. That seemed short. It was short. It was a short one. But I liked the sentiment. The sentiment being, oh, hey, I'll listen to the Monday shows. So I'm just saying, <laughs> you guys, sentiment. yeah, do like Lee is going to do. <laughs> and check out more Monday shows. You might enjoy them. We're not just about Thursday. We're also about Monday. Not all of us. <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> and so should the listeners be. And Jenna. Hey. Um, <laughs> it's meant so much to me just you being in my life, you and Al being in my life has meant so much to me and having you have a history with the show going all the way back to New York. And then, you know, all the time that I was doing it at, uh, the other place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then now I love that continuity and, um, it's meant your, I hate to keep using the word loyalty. Um, I don't know your friendship. Yeah. has meant so much to your Thanks. your friendship and your support has meant so much to me and especially i remember your friendship and support right when all the transition when i was going through all of that meant so much to me and i really felt like you were in my corner so i was 100 percent. yeah yes. i have felt and, that so much so thank you so much and then it's been so amazing to watch you have a baby this year. It's been crazy. It's yeah. So, it was a weird year. <laughs> but such a good one. Yeah. And I just, I feel really lucky to have been able to watch it all happen. I mean, not like I was there. I didn't have the Al view, 
but (laughs) I didn't watch it all happen in that way. Which is lucky for you, (laughs) yes. But I mean, to be this close to all of it and to see her right after she was born and to hear about what it was like, and it's just, it really made my heart feel really full. Thank you. You, I... I have had, it's been so much fun having you guys in our lives as well. Like, it's just been, um, I have to say, the old show was fun, but this show, like, means a lot more to me, you know? And, like, I don't know. I love it, and we're so happy to be here, and thank you for letting us come and for letting our baby come. <laughs> it's so much, I love that she's here. I know. I it's love that. Crazy. It's so much fun. And anyway, we love you. I love you. I love and you. I'm just grateful for you. So happy new year. Same. Happy new year. <laughs> That's so sweet. Jody yeah. Sawyer, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice too. every week. I look forward to just sitting here and chatting with you guys. And it's weird yeah. to have people. Mm-hmm. One of the things I've thought about recently is, um, you know, when you live in LA, you ha- there's this thing of you always feel this cynicism about other people and their motivations, and like, oh, what are they going to do? Why are they doing it? You, this is like the most uncynical group, mm-hmm. and I feel uh, like weirdly like I just trust all of you guys, and it's yeah. really nice. Good. It's kind I of agree. a relief, yeah, frankly, to be I able to be that. around people that it's like I know there aren't any weird ulterior motives mm-hmm. with any of you. It's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, you know. We're, it, it, I'm using you. <laughs> Except with you. There's tons of ulterior motives with you. But <laughs> anyway, yeah, so it's nice. Right. Let's play Eat the M&Ms oh, yeah. that are on the Snapchat. table. Craig Ooh. can't okay. stop looking at them. Snapchat. All right, so we have two kinds of M&Ms here. Yeah. There are strawberry <laughs> shortcake M&Ms. They Where are, are these from? And These are from a place, a little boutique store I found called Target. <laughs> and cherry M&Ms. Cherry. They just jumped out. Mm. I, I poured like 50 of them. I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. Oh, I forget which way we, these are going. It's okay. They're headed All this right, way. All right, so passing them around. Now, the, the strawberry shortcake ones... Do the strawberry ones, short, shortcake ones even have chocolate in them? They're all, they're, white, uh, chocolate. white chocolate. Oh. So, a, no. <laughs> this might be part of their Valentine's no Day. No cacao. Their Valentine's Day assortment. Although, the black cherry one Kapow. might not be. I don't know. No, the cherry ones are Valentine's, too. All, all right. right. Okay. How do you guys feel about them? So far, I kind of like the cherry. I thought I was going to put it... I thought I was going to eat it and be like, gah. Get this fruit out of yeah. my chocolate, to quote Alan. <laughs> yeah. But no, they're kind of good. I was just talking the other day about how you one thing you don't see very much anymore. Chocolate-covered cherries. Chocolate-covered cherries. Sorry, I stole your That's thunder. That's right. No, you were there. Thunder. <laughs> you were there. You, you heard. I did. Heard I the like the cherry version. ones, too. And I am normally on the same page as Al in terms of get your fruit away from my chocolate. Yeah. I'm not doing it if, like, at your wedding, you serve me that cake with the layer of raspberry in the middle. Mm-hmm. I'll snicker behind your back. But this is actually quite good. Really good. I agree. Yeah. I like them. But I think oh. the strawberry shortcake ones are gross. Ooh, I haven't I got there yet. Yeah. I, I I had no hope for the cherry ones. I don't I don't like fake cherry candy things. They usually taste pretty bad, but it kind of works. It yeah. works. It's just enough cherry, and it does taste like those chocolate covered cherries they used to have back in the eighties everywhere. Mm. Like I was saying, don't see very often. You don't see them very often. Yeah. No, I think I might have purchased some today, but no, normally you these don't see are them. 
These are good. Strawberry shortcake. Strawberry shortcake. What are you talking about? Mm. Yeah, strawberry they're shortcake super are good. fake, but they're yeah. good. They just don't taste anything like M&M's. Oh, whoa. Yeah, they taste like Mike and Ike's to yeah. me. <laughs> you yeah. know what they taste like? Something the first burst of flavor is um, the Frankenberries. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Wait, right. Frankenberries? Yep. Do you mean? The cereal. Yeah, Frankenberry. Yeah. Cereal. Yeah. cereal. Like, not, the, not the scary movie. No, I... N- <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Captain Crunchberries for a second. No, Frankenberry. I don't. This is strawberry flavored monster cereal. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Right, I Jenna? do absolutely. We bought I it. Totally concur. So at first, what hits you is Frankenberry, <laughs> and then it settles into a white chocolatey, smooth uh, after taste. Very good. If I may, monster cereal. If I may, also strawberry quick. Yeah, oh, there's some strawberry. A little quick. bit of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah but it doesn't taste anything like an M M&M. and M. Nothing except for right. the candy coated shell. Al, you look a little bit disgusted. Uh, yeah, I'm not working for you. You don't like either of them? No, uh, they're both good. I just don't think I can eat handfuls of them. That's how I measure how. <laughs> so I like what's something. the point? <laughs> so there's the one at a time that's okay. Yeah, but then there's the yeah. al, there's the Al test, which is can you grab a whole handful ten of them and just throw them down? Throw them down. Yeah, yeah that would be tough. Can't I like do it. pretzel M&M's a lot, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretzel M&M's. Well, they are good. There might be some in that basket I gave you. Ooh, really? OMG. Did I talk about liking them before? Yes. yes. I did? Oh. Yeah. Well, Shit. you had the M's yeah. mix over at our house, I think, and you oh, like, yeah. were eating different ones. Like, what am I eating? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. M's mix. <laughs> pretzel M&M's versus crispy M&M's. Uh, you know, pretzel. I went through a yeah, crispy pretzel. phase, but now I'm back into pretzel. Because crispy was Good. gone, and then they came back. That is a daring question you just asked when we gave when we gave everyone pretzel M and M's. Because I was like, what if everyone comes out and says they like crispy ones? I'm gonna <laughs> be shooting you daggers from across this the is table. What, this is why I love Vegas, honey. <laughs> I like to let it ride all. I'm a Joe's cat, cat's man's dog. 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 Okay, let's do our countdown, and then let's do just me or everyone. Okay, we need to get the noisemakers. The, the party box, yeah. The party this is box. Not, we have a we have a um, box that we bought that is a party box. You have a party pantry, but we have a party kit. So Whoa. these aren't no, noisemakers. Are not going to wake up. Samantha, they were far She's enough already away. Away. I had to put okay. her to sleep. <laughs> if you want to wear a hat <laughs> as well. Yeah, so we're we're spreading around. We basically just need the noisemakers, although I appreciate all the hats. Um, and okay. I got the tiara. We're really going all out. Yeah. Here. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's nice. I don't even know. I don't know why. Oh, thank you. I don't even know. Yeah, why they have really lays in the party box? The no- yeah. Apparently. They did. Oh, no. It's, uh, Oh, those are good. 2016 glasses. Ooh. Oh, how weird. The oh, sound of this elastic hat. Can you hear that? Yes. Oh, yeah, I heard that. It's, it's no nose whistle, but it's... I know. <laughs> These right. sunglasses actually made it brighter in here somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Mine are darker. Daniel, yeah. you're going to have to get... You're going to have to get some photos of what's going on in here. Hmm. Yeah. Yes, um, all right. Might have to periscope this. That's right. <laughs> oh, look, the big uh, hat. Of course, <laughs> Daniel has a special hat to, to commemorate the hundredth anniversary of Abe Lincoln's death. Daniel has thrown on a stovepipe hat. <laughs> okay. okay, Daniel, can you get some get some photos as we're doing this? 
Okay, hang on. I really don't know how long Abe Lincoln That's has not been going for. Okay. Yeah, good. Okay. <laughs> they didn't design stovepipe hats to have uh, headphones. <laughs> when did Abe Lincoln die? A while ago. <laughs> right after the guy shot him. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Too soon. All right. I don't have a noisemaker. This is shit. Oh. Are we out of noisemakers? Noise noise um, no, 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 no. If there's a, if there's a limited amount of noisemakers, yes. I can just make noise. He hardly Blow put his mouth on it at all. Or I'll just make I'll just make noise. Blow into that that beer bottle. <laughs> okay. That makes noise. No, no, no. I have a way that I'm going to make noise. It's okay. I'm going to smash into this beer can or something. Not me personally, but an <laughs> item is going to smash into it. Does this make any noise? Yes. Yes, that okay. sounds good. Beautiful. All right. It's very hard to okay, see so here's how we're going to do it. We're going to actually count down as if it is New Year's. Listeners, sync this up with your actual New Year's. <laughs> and uh, then we're going to make some noise. And then we're going to do just me or everyone. Okay. Everyone ready for our, our faux New Year's? So for ready. our New Year's um, drill? Okay. Okay. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey! Happy New Year! Twenty sixteen. Yay! Daniel, sing the song. Hurry! Happy You're the one. only one who knows the words. Oh. Uh, for <laughs> all we be hands, acquaintance be forgot. <laughs> And ever brought to life, mine should all the quintessies forgot. And I like the apple and the pineapple. Where's the sign, my dear? Keep going. Oh, God damn. Please keep going. But you know what happens next? Because nobody knows the words. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. We need to launch it in New York. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a bag of dicks. But can I just say, we always go into New York, New York on the telecast because it's in New York, but I'm not in fucking New York. That's right. Sorry, I just brought it all down. All right. That was. Sorry. Can't believe it's. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Woohoo! 2015 can suck it. <laughs> Time for 2016. Hello, baby New Year, and see you later, old man yesteryear. That's right. Someone's fired up. <laughs> he loves he loves New Year's. Let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me? All right. That is our landlord calling. Um, Could you go see if. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Or she might be calling about the dishwasher tomorrow. We can leave in this good stuff. Okay. What's wrong with the dishwasher? Um, it, it broke. <laughs> it, did? it stopped working. I love that you're still wearing the 2016 glasses. <laughs> I have to say, you guys kind of pull them off. Yeah. Committed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, it stopped working. We've had to hand wash all of our dishes, just like a... That's horrifying. It's awful. Yeah, it's yeah. just awful. I'll cry me a river on that shit. Been doing that for like 15 years. I can't stand it. It's time to move on. Hey! 
<laughs> I know I really want a um, dishwasher because my wife won't do any dishes. Are there any just me or everyone's? Dishwashers <laughs> are great. Right. Well, what happened with the phone, Daniel? Did you stop, r- stop ringing? ringing? Okay. <laughs> Darla, so these are uh, New Year's, just me or everyone's. Right. Darla Garrett says, when you hear see you next year all day long and you die a little inside but pretend to laugh anyway. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, it gets a little. It gets yeah, a little. I hate oh, it. Yeah, I hate it so much. I really hate it, and I I don't think it should ever be a thing. <laughs> it's kind of a dad joke. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, you know what's? It's so funny you mention that because my other nephew, not the guitar one that I was addicted to, the other one, <laughs> he just got his driver's license, and when he told me he got his driver's license, all I wanted to do was say, "Well, I'm staying off the sidewalk." <laughs> but I like couldn't do it without I could only do it making fun of an uncle I couldn't do it actually being an uncle so I decided it was insincere and I passed Thank well you. not all jokes are f- not all jokes are for everyone yeah not every joke is for every person that's what I say overly methodical says just mirror everyone love seeing the new bright and miserable faces at the gym bright Maybe. and miserable yeah. I hate that I don't have a gym membership right now <laughs> but one of the things that I really hated about going to the gym is I when I do have a gym membership, I go like very consistently. Mm-hmm. And so I hate the month of January because it's like, hey, I've been here all year. Right. Where have you suckers been? Get off my treadmill. Yes. That's all. Yeah. Were you working out at the Y at one mm-hmm. point? Yeah. That's, do you need I a membership canceled there? that one. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah you do. <laughs> They're very exclusive. Yeah, they they are. are. I belong yeah. to the Y for like six years. They're not kidding about me. They are not. So they're very serious. Is yeah. it expensive? Yes. No. Really? Yeah, it's expensive. Oh, it's a, mm-hmm. Why oh. do I think of the Y as it not? Maybe didn't used to be because of the song. Probably. The, do people stay at the YMCA? Not Is anymore. That no. It's it used to be a place you could. It used to be a board. Actually, meal. could. Yeah. It yeah. used to have yeah. a boarding element to it. It did. Yes. Until other things started happening. Yeah. Oh, Al's on to the subculture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's actually the dirtiest. Tell us part. more, Al. <laughs> Wait. So this, you're saying that the song? Tell us more. Hold on. So the song isn't just a celebration of the YMCA. I don't think so. I feel like there no. was some code there. Right. There's I think there was definitely. an implication. <laughs> yes. It's Hold fun though to stay. <laughs> right. It is fun right. to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> Misfit Hermie says, "Just me or everyone? New Year Rock and Eve is unwatchable without Dick Clark. Don't even get me started on how unwatchable Fergie is." I didn't Fergie's even know she was part of it. Fergie hosts it. Okay, I guess we all don't know. <laughs> I don't. I didn't know that either. Or did she perform? She probably just performed. Because doesn't Ryan Seacrest host yes, it? Yes, it's so. Ryan Seacrest on that one, and then the there's now the um, Anderson Cooper. Oh yeah, Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Kathy Griffin. That one's all the rage. I, it's only a matter of time till Chris Hardwick is hosting one. <laughs> yes, that is true. Jenny Lynn says, "Sorry, we we okay." Loudly. <laughs> Oh, this one kind of bookends the other one. Loudly say, see you next year to coworkers in annoying, stupid voice to indicate that anyone not saying it ironically sucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. You yeah. should use a special voice. Yeah, go. it's a good way to lead. What kind of special voice? Like, see you next year. Like, what kind of voice <laughs> are we talking? See you next year, everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you say it. No. When you're leaving, you go, see you next year. <laughs> and you it, fake laugh. And What's then you like tie a fake noose around your neck. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Fake. Wait, wait. wait. Play, can you play that owl one again? Hey, what's know. going on, everybody? <laughs> see you next year. Okay, all right. See you later. Okay. That's your uh, that's how you annoy, your annoying child. I want like an animated show with that voice as one of the characters. So bad. 
Okay, Kurt Milner says, secretly decide what time I'm going to leave a New Year's Eve party after midnight and cannot wait for that time to arrive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I feel like you count down, you say yay, and then you're in bed by 12.15 no matter where you are, <laughs> right? I feel like that's the rule. Okay. But can we go back to how annoying it is that New York, New York is part of the tradition now of New Year's Eve songs? Am I the only one that's bothered is, by this? It, it, it so. is not. I don't think that is. Watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> they do sing it. Be, they do. It'll be now. It's not just New York, New York, but it's also the um, the what's her name song. The you know the uh, Alicia Empire Keys. State of Mind. Yeah. Oh, that I'm not. But okay that's a with. great song. New Year's oh, has become a celebration of New York City. New I love New York that's City. What, I on. like the song. Yeah. But keep it out of my New Year's. Like I'm, alone, I'm alone with this, so let's move on, please. Wait, wait. Is, is, do you have a beef with the New York centricness of. Well, this doesn't have anything to do with New Year's. New York, New York. I'm in LA. It's New Year's <laughs> in LA, motherfuckers. Sing I, LA. You should LA. sing I Love LA. Yeah, I oh, Love girl. LA. Is there an LA would, song? There is. Of course it's there is. An, yeah. it's, do you like that song? Well, I'm a Dodger fan, but I don't like yeah. the song, but I will oh, say no. this. Okay. I have always wanted to know the answer to this question, and that is, has Randy Newman ever played I Love L.A. in San Francisco? Oh, I've all- and what happens when he does, and do people say I love it, and is there a call and response in Portland or Seattle or San Francisco? But, but isn't the song very- ironic, though? No, it's not ironic. Isn't he saying, he- like, I see the bums on the streets, I love L.A.? <laughs> isn't there other lyrics like that where it's kind of like, oh, he's... <laughs> Rolling down Imperial Highway with a big nasty red head at my side, Santa Ana winds blowing on a- in hot from the north, technically from the east. Someone we was born to ride... I think he's proud of being from Los Angeles, actually. Who's he's just including redhead? all the bad stuff, too. Yeah, who is the bad? Oh, yeah. Who's the nasty redhead? Bonnie Raitt? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. It She's was the me, only Allison. one that comes to mind. <laughs> it wasn't a she. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have redder hair. Allison, it seems that you hate the song I Love LA. I really don't like it. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Okay. Um... Oh, CK says, get irritated when people say Happy New Year's because seriously, you're only celebrating the one. That is true. And I've never gotten annoyed by that. And in fact, I think I might say Happy New Year's sort of like I say daylight savings time. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, it's just saving time. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I plur- I, I, I'll say Happy New Year's. It's just yeah. casual. You know, you, you know, know why you say Happy New Year's? Is because what you're saying actually is Happy New Year's Eve. Correct. You're just shortening it. I think that's what's happening. Yeah. Right. Because if you say Happy New Year, then you mean the day. Or Happy New yeah. Year's yeah. Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. right. What is everyone doing for New Year's? <sighs> Nothing. <laughs> Seeing if we can stay up until midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any plans. I, th- I might go to this girl's house and... With my wife and have some drink. Well, I have no plans. I don't Kim remember. Jones dinner party. <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> I'm kind of into it actually. Um, I think we might we might have committed to something, but I kind of don't care. I kind of I don't even care if I stay up till midnight. Yeah, I, I know it's care. funny. It's, There's so much pressure on New Year's Eve. It's like supposed to be this bah, crazy, but I just I, I've spent so driving. many New Year's Eves driving around chasing a party and just yes, kind of not getting there and then it's not fun. And it's like everyone's out and so everything gets congested and the parties are overcrowded and everything co- and it never lives up to whatever the expectations are. It's like, what do you think is going to happen when the ball drops? I, I can't speak for everybody in the United States. 
I'm not a, a representative of the entire United States. <laughs> but I feel like if you pulled most people aside and said, was your most fun evening, New Year's Eve, the 4th of July, Cinco de Mayo, St. Patrick's Day, or Halloween, they would say no. Right. No, uh, fun is usually not had on a big... Like, normally your most fun nights are just like some random Thursday when one of your friends calls you and is like, yeah. do you want to go get a drink or whatever? Those are your most fun nights. And New Year's is like that to me. We are debating... We might go down to Orange County, or um, I was invited to a party in L.A., and I sort of feel like with my new resolution of being more social, do we we have to go Uh, to that, mm -hmm. except that Orange County would be family. Then also, I have a friend in Orange County that's having a party down there, and that... It's it's just that being on the road... Is New Year's a night, even if your resolution is to be more social... Where you go, meet people you don't know, or you spend it with people you. Your resolution know. doesn't start until after midnight. Right. You're right. You're right. I should let. Yeah. let this I don't go. think. I don't love the idea of being on the freeway. Yeah. After midnight on New Agreed. Year's. Agreed. That's also a concern. Yes. So we'll probably just stay home. <laughs> um, let's see. Stay with Wendy. Satchels of Gold says, "Anyone who declares New Year New Me is insufferable." Yep. I can't wait to make that my Instagram post <laughs> <laughs> caption. Hashtag no regrets. <laughs> um, and here's one that speaks to what Jeff was saying. Kurt Milner says, can't help thinking that there is another better New Year's Eve party happening elsewhere. What sort of speaks to it? I feel like I've had plenty of New Year's Eves that have been like ruled with that sense of like, got to get to the next fun thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I'm old now. Yeah. And it's fine. If, the, if somebody's, I mean, people do throw blockbuster awesome huge new year's eve parties and they're fine but you can enjoy new year's eve without making it to one of those parties right yeah because there just aren't those parties some years right i think one of the more awkward new year's eve for me was i did i headlined in salt lake for new year's eve and then I had to like do my stand up up until the countdown mm. and then do the countdown for the crowd and then be like have a great night after that. <laughs> and it was just not fun. It was like the whole show. I'm just like, oh, are we at midnight yet? What am I doing? You know, it was like, and all the people there were kind of like, why am I at a comedy show mm-hmm. right before midnight? It was yeah. weird. That's mm-hmm. supposed to be a hard gig for stand ups, right? It's New tough. People, yeah. I mean, it's a weird tough. tone, a weird pace. Very weird. And I've just, I've done it twice now and I'm like, I don't know if I should do this anymore. Yeah. It's not a thing, it's not a holiday where you want to be standing still listening to somebody. Right. right. It's like you want to be interacting and so music is, you know, is fine, but. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's very weird. And then to like be on stage doing the countdown, I suddenly really related to Ryan Seacrest and was like, <laughs> wow, your job is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> not true. Tony DeCoste says, <laughs> was relieved to find I work New Year's Eve. Now I can tell people I already have plans when they invite me to their party. Just me or everyone. Wow. A lot of sad New Year's yeah. Eve. We hey, need to work on this. Hey, I know. I hope you're listening to this on New Year's Eve and it's giving you That's a right. goose. That's right. But I totally could understand being happy that you... I mean, despite what you're saying about not wanting to do comedy on New right. Year's Eve, it does take the the question out of it if you just have to work and then you don't have to worry about totally. it totally uh 24au says new year is the holiday that defines melancholy for me parentheses new opportunities time slipping away yes i feel like that's what yeah. any sort i think there's there's a, a term for it anniversary reaction which is when you are sort of 
you're forced to focus on the transience of things and your mortality and you take inventory and all of that. And I think, I don't know anyone who doesn't feel a little bit of melancholy. Yeah. Uh, it, you always think about like the, what's changed and yeah, the year definitely. Going by and, and, yeah. And last year's baby new year got old and has a long beard and is probably going to die. Mm-hmm. That's it's always sad. part of it too. I always <laughs> watch the in memoriam bits and mm-hmm. those things will always make me tear up. Because just thinking sure. about all the people who died, especially Lemmy. R.I.P. Lemmy. Come on, seriously. Rafael Castaneda says, make joke resolutions and still fail to do them. 2015's was eat more cake. Only had two pieces all year. <gasps> See? That yeah. is not enough take cake. it a little more seriously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and lastly, Mallory says, just mirror everyone. I always make simple resolutions. For example, in 2014, I used more coasters. I win and so do surfaces that hold beverages. Nice. I like that. That's yeah. a I know good a good one. resolution people can make. Listen to the Monday show. Yeah, if you aren't listening, listen to the Monday <laughs> show. And go tell your friends about the show. And oh, here's a great resolution. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. You guys, thank you so much for your Amazon support. Thank you for your PayPal support. PayPal links on the right side of the website. Oh, and guess what? Um, I My website is being redesigned or has been redesigned and it is Finally. soft launching and I say soft because not all the pages are ready but um, but the the bulk of it is ready and it will be launching on January 3rd so I think that will be before the show so you'll hear this then there'll be a new website and then there'll be another show so go check that out and I think that the comments might be turned off for a little while and then they'll be turned back on so that's what happens if you go and you try to leave a comment and you can't um, and I would just like to thank in advance Todd Jackson for the excellent coding work and Josh Holtzclaw for the excellent art direction yeah it's gonna be great uh, I have one more resolution real quick which is um, make fun new swag for the show oh yeah, yeah. and so people <laughs> Um, tweet me things that you would like as uh, swag for just tchotchkes or things like that because you never know. Because you're a besides, sculpting maniac. I'm into making things out of plastics and thing, it, you can sculpt them and who knows. Or, or maybe t-shirts one. and all sorts of stuff. We're going to have <laughs> fun stuff in the new year. So let me know what you'd like. Oh, hey, speaking of t-shirts, get one. Go to the website. Um the old version of the website just go it's on the right side click on the t-shirt if you go to the new one there's a, st- a store that you can click on and it'll be pretty obvious uh we have ringtones available hey 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 go fuck yourself and also touch the tushy touch touch the tushy tushy touch the tushy touch touch get the these on gumroad.com slash allison rosen that would be if you're not an itunes person if you are an itunes person uh just search hey go fuck yourself or touch your tushy from your iphone in the itunes store also bonus episodes um the bumper shoot episodes i've got to get those up i'm it's <laughs> honestly i it it's just about having daniel make the artwork Put this. Put the writing. You have to It'll choose the photo and then put the writing on it. And so then so it's all Daniel. Come on, Daniel, <laughs> get it no, no, together. No, no. It's me. It's me not getting him the stuff he needs to um, do that. And then it does take some time to get it into iTunes, but getting it up on Gumroad should be pretty fast. So I promise I will do that. That's my resolution. Also, so got to do that. Um, you guys. 
if you enjoy what you're hearing, leave a nice comment, iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen, and subscribe and tell your friends. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Email us, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F show at gmail.com. Jeff, where should we go for you? Who, me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox, and my New Year's resolution is I'm no longer supporting Instagram. Oh, wow. What? Yeah, I find it to be uh, time-consuming, and I find their app to be bloated and invasive of my privacy. Well, what? there you go. Whoa. Oh. Bold. bold. I know. Jeff really bold. Out of Instagram. <laughs> I don't know how to And I had eight that. followers. <laughs> <laughs> Follow Colonel Jeff Fox on Instagram, But everybody. he's done with it. But maybe this will encourage I'm you out. to come back. Ah, oh, damn it. It's there. I'm just not supporting it. Daniel? Well, you can follow me on Instagram. Um, <laughs> I'm going to send my eight followers your way. Yeah, come to me. Uh, and uh, lots of pictures of Wendy, apparently, uh, at Daniel Quantz, Q-U-A-N-T-Z. One of my resolutions is pictures of other things other than Wendy. <laughs> She's my we'll snuggleberries. Mm. <laughs> All right. Do you want to uh, give Alan's plug? Yes. Al, uh, if you're looking for a great babysitter, he is excellent <laughs> at taking care of babies, which is where he is right now. Uh, Al, you can follow him on Twitter and Instagram. Two A's, two L's, two S's. Boom. Yes. And <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Jenna Kim Jones and Instagram as well, at Jenna Kim Jones. And check out our website, Sorry Not Sorry, with Jenna Kim Jones. If you're not listening to it, make that one of your resolutions. Test it out. Your podcast. That's you what your I website, meant. Yeah. I meant, I meant. I think, I feel like everyone knew, but I'm tired. to make sure. What, what am I plugging? Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my podcast, Sorry Not Sorry, with Jenna Kim Jones, which is on my website or iTunes, jennakimjones.com slash podcast. And Greg Heller. Uh, I'm at Dong Attack, and I want to say Happy New Year to everyone. Yes. Once again. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go.